This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey everyone, welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF with me, Nadia and Mariam. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Lon is not able to join us. Uh, it's his birthday, so we decided to let him paint the town red, uh, hopefully safely, <laughs> while maintaining six feet. Social distance. Social distancing, yeah. While being uh, fully intoxicated, hopefully, Lon. Yeah, toasting on our behalf. Uh, yeah, so we the week off. Yeah, Lon, if you're listening to this, happy birthday from me and Mariam. Uh, But the show kind of has to go on. Um, We're going to talk about, before the 90 days, uh, Tell All. The last, I guess the last, uh, hopefully the last episode of the Tell All, right, Mariam? Or are they going to show more? I mean, I didn't see any more previews for any more content. I think think the next thing they're going to do for this group is this whole, like, reaction to what fans are saying. I think I saw that coming up, which is yeah. like, I think... The B90 strikes back. Yeah, yeah, strikes back. So I think this is it. We're going to wrap up this 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 crew. All right. Today. Yeah. Who, who do you want to talk about first? Um, Gosh, I mean, I have just so much love for everybody. Should we talk about... Gosh, I, I, I kind of want to leave Tom and Darcy for last because of that whole... His whole letter thing. Ugh. Um, But that's... The first couple coming to the top of mind. Should we just jump in there? Yeah. Who? 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 Who is top of your mind? I mean, Tom and his letter. Like, yeah, uh, okay. So, why would you take a picture of your letter, and then why are you so adamant on not reading it because it's part of the past? Then you know what? What good is it gonna do? And then you turn around and you read it. <laughs> so. I, I was like, I'm, I was so happy Darcy was like, F you, Tom. Yeah. Like, she was over there just touching up her makeup <laughs> on mute. She did not <laughs> care, given no Fs. I, I'm glad that Darcy, like, did not fold, you know. I, I'm so glad that she stood firm and she's not, like, she never showed any form of remorse or pity towards Tom. And I am so for that. <laughs> Totally. I mean, she's a strong, independent woman who's looking for love and wears her love on her sleeve. I think that's her hashtags that she's always saying over and over. But Tom, what was it, what it, was it again? What what was the hashtag again? Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm. Is it Silva Strong? Silva Strong, and you know, um, I think she had like a clip in her hair called like what Boss Lady or oh, what was it like Boss? And she said she was going to give it to Rose. I think at one point in the tell all. But she's, she's all about women empowerment and like, she, you know, this whole, the whole Jesse thing, I feel, you know, made her stronger because that was a, just a clearly toxic relationship. Yeah. Whereas I feel with Tom, it's like the toxicity is like deep in this thing that's layered with this wonderful British accent and the suits and the glasses. I don't know. It's a little bit harder to see that. The fake James you know. Bond. Oh, God. Debonair. <laughs> oh, he's, he's so gross. Um, do you 
believe or, or would you agree with Darcy's friend and I forgot that chick's name but she's cool um, do you agree when she said like, that they shouldn't have been romantic or intimate like the like they could have be, they could have been friends but because they they crossed the line there's no point of return do you I remember mean, that did you I vaguely remember that but then I go back to the first time Darcy saw Tom I mean she was like uh, she was upset that like he had her in a separate bedroom from him she was kind of thirsty and during that encounter she was right so thirsty she was like <laughs> showing her ass and drunk and trying to get some Tom and then finally when it happened she like damn near broke his foot or something I mean, yeah she took like what 45 <laughs> minutes to get ready at the London oh, at the yeah Heathrow airport she right. made the driver wait I'm like, and she kept spraying the angel perfume on it. And for anybody uh, like that knows fragrance, which I know fragrance because I used to work in fragrances for years and years, angel perfume for women or men, one spray, just literally one complete spray and the entire block that you live in will know you have angel on. Okay. It's that strong. It's that like, it's that condensed. And this girl was spraying it all over herself, like 15, 16 pumps. So I could just, I mean, like my throat was getting dry just watching that, that scene. But um, Wait, elaborate on angel perfume. Which, what brand are we talking about here? So it's I'm Terry so McGlair. Terry McGlair. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so the men's angel is, I remember the first time I smelled it, it was probably 1998. Okay. Like this is a true story. Downtown San Francisco. This is before tech hit San Francisco and everyone actually wore suits and they dress up and it was like the heels and the nice bags and stuff. And the hottest guy walked by me on the sidewalk in Union Square and I smelled something and it was it was Angel for Men. And I was like, oh my God, like I just I fell in love with him. Like because of that this cologne. And then I finally traced it back to this, like who it is, and it was Angel. So oh. Darcy, so I, I could just, I was able to recognize it because she was holding it in her hand. I could just tell from the shape of the bottle that it was Angel, but it is such a strong fragrance. My God, like, she's, I can, she, like she was just like Middle Eastern by doing that. <laughs> I can you know? only imagine how the driver felt like he choked on, I mean, he's, he's probably <laughs> choking on her perfume on all, you know, on the way, sending her to like, Tom's apartment, right? I mean, yeah. he, I can only imagine how strong it is. It's yeah, but it smells good though. It smells good, but you know, it's it's one of those things like just in small doses. You didn't Got you. So interesting. Um, the other thing I was going to say about Tom and Darcy is, um, do you believe that there there's a claim out there that, um, well, I think it, this is actually coming from Darcy. She said that Tom's mom and friends begged her to take Tom back. Did you hear about that? I I haven't seen that, but I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, because Tom is out here just hoeing around, you know, like he's <laughs> acting like he's like 20 and he has like this new internet fame and I'm sure he's just like all over the place and then some. Yeah. And, you know, like Darcy, like, yeah, she has her issues, but at the same time, you know, I mean, she's, she's put together, she has two kids. So there's some level of responsibility that comes, that comes with her, right? At that yeah. age, being a mother, having her own business, being a reality TV star. So God knows who Tom has been bringing home that has made, you know, 
his family say, wow, we wish you were with Darcy. Right. So, that makes Who sense. knows what's going on over there? I'm kind of interested. Wow. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm definitely done with Tom. So I don't know if you yeah, have anything I'm else done. to say just, about Tom and Darcy. No, I, I just hate him. I think, I, I don't know <laughs> if I hate him or Jesse more. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm still debating, but I feel like before the tell-all, actually before this last season when he was like, you know, telling Darcy like, hey, you know, have you gained weight and all that stuff? I didn't hate him. I thought, I kind of felt like, oh my God, Darcy, she's being so needy and it's Darcy, but no, like it's him. She picks the wrong, the wrong people, you know? Yeah. So I'm just kind of over him and I just, I hope that TLC drops his ass the way they're dropping baby girl Lisa because she dropped the N-word. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Let's talk Um, about it. So baby girl Lisa, (laughs) (laughs) I think, so from what I mean, just just to catch our listeners up on what happened, she was cancelled by TLC while still being obligated and contracted to them. So what that means is she's not allowed to do interviews. She's not no longer featured on um, B ninety Strikes Back, which is happening next week. However, she's she cannot give like like she can she can be like her character baby girl Lisa because I guess TLC wouldn't allow her um which I guess that's what she does I mean she kind of deserves that for for you know allegedly saying the n-word right Um, did you see the leaked tell-all Nadia and how they actually talked about it okay I I I I would love to would love to get to that but yeah let me let me set the stage up for you it's Sean BGL and Usman okay that's all you could see and you know, Sean is asking these provocative questions, either her or Barb, whoever's in her ear. And then Usman goes, well, I, I want to bring, because Usman's whole thing is like, are all American women this way? Are all American women this way? And then kind of that kind of segues into this, this topic. And before he even says it, BGL is like all over him. Like, you better not say it. Don't bring this up. You better not say it. And Usman's all like, well, you know, like, Shauna's asking us for our opinions and she's asking me questions and I'm answering them. Like, that's what we're here for, you know? And she, she was like really upset. Like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And then he just said it because, you know, Sean. So Usman, what did Lisa say? You know, she asked those kind of questions and then it came out and then she kind of took it back, you know, like right then and there. And she kind of was like, yeah, I was upset and it came out and I didn't mean it. And like it, it really, it really took me, took me back. Like you're with a black man from Nigeria. Okay. And you're calling him the N word. Like, first of all, who the F are you? And this is all before, you know, this whole black lives matter movement that happened, which I'm very happy it did happen. Yeah. Um, you know, long overdue if you ask me. Yeah. Um, it's a resurgence. So yeah. Yeah. But it just like, honestly, like it just kind of, you know, takes you back to this whole, like, superiority complex she has with this whole, like, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, like, your your house is not good enough for me, Nigeria is not good enough for me, all this complaining she does, so it was kind of rude, kind of, not kind of, it was racist, you know, he called her out on it, and yeah. you know what, I'm glad TLC, you know, made some corrective action towards it. But do you think TLC should have done this 
much earlier. I feel like it coincides with this resurgence of the you know BLM, uh, you know, movement and everything. Like I like why was why would they feature previously? Why weren't they cancelled like how TLC cancelled uh, Jeffrey and Varya? Like I just felt like it wasn't a sincere move on TLC's part, and I think they were pressured to hundred percent. Yeah, I think they I mean, panicked. Yeah, yeah, because they've. If if they continue to feature her, like you know, things like the obviously this N word thing would come out, mm-hmm. and even though they edit that out, you know, in the first two tell all, I'm pretty sure if baby girl Lisa continues to be featured, someone's gonna say something, and TLC's obviously worried about the backlash they're gonna get, you know, so they risk losing like a lot of fans by continuing to feature uh baby girl lisa I feel. well continue to feature a racist but then i feel like tlc is guilty of also featuring like sex tourism and oh yeah that too. in some cases like pedophiles and you know in some cases people who are totally mentally unstable like almost taking advantage of them right yeah yep. so i i don't know i feel like tlc definitely is all about the ratings but then this specific one is particularly sensitive um, not only like in America, but all across the world. Yeah. Uh, rightfully so. Um, but I, I also, I kind of feel TLC is kind of trash sometimes though, you know, I mean, the fact that they're sensationalizing Big Ed. Yeah. It, it bugs me, honestly. So, I mean, shame on TLC, but this one, they, they had to, they had to just, they had to do something. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad they took actions. Um, so I'm, I'm glad she's, She's kind of cancelled. I, I feel bad for Usman. I know he's, he probably wants to be front and center and, you know, elevate his singing career. But, yeah. oh, well, it's like they come as a pair, right? So it, right. Be, well, I guess he could venture on his own, like how Darcy kind of have her own, has her own, like, you know, storyline now. Um, I have so, a feeling we're going to see them again. Who? At least Usman. I have a feeling Usman, Usman is not done. <laughs> But would it be interesting to follow Usman though? Like his journey Usman would probably in America? take. Well, maybe if he makes it. Yeah, yeah, if he makes it to the U.S. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to know how his career would, you know, how how it will pan out, right? Because he's right. He's kind of like a nice guy, anyway. Um, do we want to talk about Stephanie and Erica? Oh gosh, those two. <laughs> I mean, who was it saying that they just don't speak the same language to each other? It was that trash friend, Heather. It was a trash friend. I mean, Heather yeah. kind of has a point. Like, they, they just have, they just don't know how to communicate to each other. Like, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm totally team Erica. Um, and, you know, Stefanko with her illness, I feel like she just drops that, that back and forth. Like, it's like her crutch. It's her excuse, right? Yeah. The, the reason she does things. So um, you watch you watch the leaked tell all. Maybe you can rectify this for or verify this for me. Um, was Heather really told to leave the so, the so chat? she so she didn't make it to the leaked tell all. Oh, interesting. So the leaked tell all was like I want to say what eight eight or nine hours, but it probably covered I'd say maybe twenty percent. Wow. Of of the total footage because yeah, a lot yeah. of what I saw was new. The, yep. the the leak the leak tell all primarily covered David and then BGL and Usman, so Got all the you. other couples like even Darcy Tom the letter the friends I didn't see any of that like all that was new for me so I heard rumors that it was um, 
it was Sean Robinson who leaked the tell-all, not not the not Matt Sharp. So Matt Sharp is usually the one that kind of leaks all these clips, but there were rumors. There's rumors out there that it was actually Sean Robinson because she knew that BGL's part where you know the whole like allegation about the N word wouldn't make it to the to the TV version. So there's some some substance in that. Like if 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 it was really her, good for her because I think she wanted the world to know that like BGL said that to yeah. Usman. And maybe she knew that that would eventually get um, erased out mm-hmm. of the the TV version. So um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be shocked if if it was her, but you know. So I read something online that it was Erica who downloaded it on her laptop and, and then leaked it. But again, this is the internet. I don't, I don't believe anything I read on the internet. But I did. That was the only reference that I could that I was able to come across, but I don't really buy that Sean would do it because I mean, BGL as Sean would say is good TV. So for the, for the TLC, well, well, she she referenced big Ed as good TV, but, but yeah. BGL is also good TV. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. I yeah. mean, she's kind of the second big trashy star after big Ed. Like people are just talking about her, right? Yeah. She's Angela um, 2.0. Exactly. So that's kind of, that's kind of why I don't think she would have damaged her, her brand on purpose. Right. Um, plus like the whole TLC franchise is at risk. Like if that goes back to Sean, she's going to lose her job. So I don't, I don't know if I, if I think that it would be her. Yeah. So, but speaking of, um, Erica and Stephanie, I mean, I'm sick of Stephanie playing victim. Like she, she comes off as like, Oh, like I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done that, and you know, and her friends were so quick to come to her defense. Oh gosh, the friends! And, yeah, and and just wanna, this is something that I I heard from another podcast was that um, the reason why they're uber dramatic, uber melodramatic is because her friend uh, Zender um, is trying to be on pillow talk with Stephanie. Oh, I can see that happen. Yeah, so he's trying to happen. shop the the whole him and Stephanie being a duo on Pillow Talk, and I thought, Interesting. yeah, that kind of makes sense for you to kind of like pump up the whole like drama because right. you, you you kind of present yourself as good TV, right? Like you, right? Yeah. So I I'm I'm not surprised if they make they would make it to Pillow Talk. I mean, right now Pillow's t- Pillow Talk's lineup is not bad. Like I right. kind of like who's on it, but I mean they could use a change. They could you know maybe drop one or two of the couple. Like I I, I mean I don't know. I I find all of them entertaining, but I'm pretty sure like at some point people are re- people are already sick of David and Annie. Yeah, um, it's too much. Yeah, not Robert and Annie though. Like David and David Annie, and Annie. Yeah, because yeah, Annie, Annie kind of gets animated, and she does, be she she does become pretty extra at sometimes. Like she acts right. really like over the top. So I'm not. I would be open to like having a a new lineup or at least dropping a couple of those, uh, you know, uh, couples. I guess right. Um. So anything else you want to say about Stephanie and Erica? No, I just, I feel like, I feel like we always just say the same things about them on our podcast. You know, Stephanie is super self-centered. 
you know, she's just, she's trying to grow her following on her, on her platform. She's trying to, you know, step on people to make it up another tier in this whole social network or Hollywood, whatever she's trying to do, reality TV. Um, and then Erica, you know, she, I, I mean, from what I've seen, of course, it's obviously all edited and stuff, but she just seems she's like very real, you know? Um, and she's a very colorful person, you know, again, like I love her style and stuff. She just comes across like super real. And I I think that she had some pretty good intentions going into this relationship. And I, and I think she got the short end of the stick. Yeah. I I think that she was just like used, like if I was her, I just would have just felt used at this point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I I think I've said this before, but Erica does come across as like someone who's really genuine and truly invested in the mm-hmm. so-called relationship that she had with um, Stephanie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel sorry for her. Um, but I'm kind of glad that she, you know, she's no longer with Stephanie because yes, they're, they're like, they're, they probably, they're not speaking the same love language, right? And, <laughs> or any and, language for that. Yeah. Or, and again, Stephanie's not bisexual. Like I, I can, no. I, I'm happy to put my money down on that. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk about Ash and Avery? I mean, is there much to talk about? I feel like, I feel like the juiciness passed, which was that the fact that Tom slid into her DMs <laughs> and kind of, you know, it pissed off Ash. Um, I, I feel like Avery's over him and she's just looking on for the next thing at this point. Whereas Ash is still like has feelings for her. Like there's like a lot of like pain when he speaks. So I feel kind of bad for him. Um, but so, I, I think that we're done with that couple too. Yeah. But do, do you notice that during the, the last episode, Ash was so, sort of like men up a little bit and kind of admitted to like, he was he was very straightforward. Like, you know how he's, be- he's always being wishy-washy? Like, mm-hmm. when Sean asked him, like, did you really call Avery heartless? And he said, yeah, I did. Because at that spur of the moment, that's how I felt. That's how I felt about her. Or that's, that's how she was towards me. And I thought, well, that's kind of refreshing. Like, he didn't yeah. kind of sneak his way out of it. Um, but yeah, I guess that makes them very normal, like very like a normal couple to watch. Mm-hmm. And I thought, mm-hmm. okay, well, there's nothing much, nothing entertaining to cover here. I um, think that we're gonna see more of Avery, though. Yeah, I think she's, we're gonna see more of Avery. She's, she's like gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, Jinx. I mean, so is Ash, but I just feel like she's gorgeous and she speaks very eloquently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a feeling like that's not the last of Avery. Did you catch that? she kind of defended Big Ed. Oh, God. I hope not. No, I probably blocked that out. Could you remind yeah, me what happened? She, she did. She, I think she came to his defense when, when he was, like, kind of downplaying, like, Rose's claims. And I thought, oh, that was a bad move on her. Uh-uh. Like, I really want to well, root for... Yeah, I really want to root for Avery. But then, like, she did come to Big Ed's defense. And then, like... Oh, the, gosh. Yeah, the inter- in the internet's talking about it as well, but oh, I have I, I have not caught one of them. Yeah, that I have to, should be on my shit list. I have to I have to really watch it again and listen, but mm-hmm. I think she did. She did. Oh, I'm so disappointed. I know. I hope not. I know. I know. Uh, maybe <laughs> may, maybe Lon will come to a defense. Maybe Lon yeah. will, will like you know counterclaim this claim uh, of mine, but 
yeah, I anyway, uh, speaking of Big Ed, <sighs> oh man, more lies. Oh God, he is so full of himself. Tell me yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. he he's just so gross. And but he won though. Like I feel like he already won. Because I feel I, like he won too, and I think that's yeah. what bothers me. You know? Yeah. I mean, the way he like called out Rose, I mean, I don't know. I just like he just kind of like plays dirty and he hits below the belt. Yeah. You know, and there's a reason why he hasn't been in a relationship for like 20, whatever, however many years it was. I mean, he plays the victim. And he plays he, the victim. Yeah. And he kind of like, it's like he's, he, he's really good when it, when it comes to the he say, she say situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he knows how to defend himself so well. Right. And then yeah. I don't know if you caught how he dropped his whole disability again. Oh, yeah. KFS. And, you know, put, you know, again, oh, poor big Ed, you know, like we all like started feeling sorry for him again. And, you know, um, I, I feel like anybody with like half a brain in their head watching Rose and big Ed's story can kind of see how disgusting he is and, you know, how he lied to Rose from day one about yeah. everything, yeah. you know, and Rose was like, this is me. This is my life. This is my child. This is where I live. And he judged her from day one and then insulted her and probably made her do some weird shit also behind the cameras. Let's just acknowledge that. And then when she rejected him, cause she was like, F that shit. Like there's no price you can put for me to be subject, you know, subjected to all this stuff. Then he freaked out. Then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's her. It's not me. Oh, I'm the victim. Oh, I, I, I really loved her. Yeah. I mean, when you treat someone like shit and expect them to do everything for you, that's an easy relationship, right? Yeah. Yep. It didn't seem like a partnership to me. It was very one-sided. So I hate him. I hate him too. Um, I just don't want him to be famous. I don't want to talk about him. Like, I don't even I hope, I hope everyone, un- I hope everyone unfollows him. Yeah. Um, but as Sean said, you're good TV, big Ed, you're good TV. Yeah. But you know, who else is good TV? It's David. Oh God. No, <laughs> I think, I think, I think everyone's over David, you know? Really? I feel like he, he, he's, he's really like good at explaining why he has this relationship with Lana and everyone else is trying to disprove him, right? Trying to like, trying to like explain to him that, Hey, look, you could have gotten this relationship for free. Right. Or on Facebook, or you could have like figure out her ring size. Right, right. <laughs> they really went hard on the, uh, cu- the cubic, cubic zirconia. zirconia. I mean, he had a he had a legit <laughs> a legit response though. His response made exactly, sense that's to the me. Thing. It's like he, he's already he has justified this in his head for so long that it comes out legit. Yeah, and so I don't know. So you didn't see the the leak tell all, but one part. No, I saw his part. I saw his part. Did you see the part where Stephanie told him that she will make a fake account, pretend to be a man, and then test Lana through the website? No, I did not. I I probably forgot about that. Remind us. Yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. David was like talking about how, you know, she's got these friends on this website and she misses her friends. So she has to continue to be on this website. 
And then another argument he makes is like, well, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't know if I'm real. Like I'm one of many guys that are promising to marry her. And, and until I'm actually there with the ring, she's not going to really believe me and get off this website. Right. So I think he kind of talks into different directions um, yeah. already. But at one point, Stephanie was like, okay, David, like, like, how about we make a fake account? Like, I'll make a fake account, pretend to be a guy, and then try to talk to Lana just to see where her loyalty lies with you. Like, let's test her. And David said, oh, I've already done that. I've already done that. And then and? They, they, didn't, they didn't really say what happened. Ugh, but clearly, on. clearly the outcome must have been good enough for him to continue this relationship. So... Okay. I, I, f- I feel like David is a rich, old, lonely guy who is into Ukrainian women. And cranberry and, juice. You know, and a lot of cranberry juice. Um, and I just think that he's all about the chase. He's yeah. all about the chase. I mean, the fact that in his, in his mind that he could be with this young, hot, blonde girl, it, like, gets him on. It, like, does something for him that makes him keep moving on this path yeah and you know and i think at one point i think it was stephanie saying that you know what the man's not hurting anyone just leave him alone right that's what he wants to do that's what's making him happy just leave him alone like let him do his thing and i'm kind of in that same boat yeah did he did he he did say something about he chatted to maria before Mm-hmm. And she was too high maintenance. She was right? too high maintenance. So he passed her along to Caesar. <laughs> I, he didn't which do is, that. Which just... is kind of ironic because he could have afforded her, afforded her, if you think about it. And she would probably be more willing to meet with him because remember probably. she did. She did. I think if you guys remember, she traveled before. She she claims she traveled all over, and I mean it. It's like to. She's willing to be your companion to like the highest bidder. Yes. I mean, I think, I think for the tell all for last season, when TLC actually found her, yep. I think she said that the last place she had gone to was Dubai. Correct. And we all know what happens in Dubai. Dubai right. is like where you pay top dollar for prostitutes. Right. Honestly, she's definitely like, a yacht girl. She's, she's a yacht girl. Yeah. For sure. So some Arab dude, you know, probably saw her and said, Hey, I'll give you some money. Come here. I'll have some fun with you for a week or two, maybe even a weekend. I don't know. And I'll send your ass home. I mean, that's very, very common. Unfortunately. Um, I was actually talking to a friend of mine because at one point Dubai was like this growing city. It was like building so fast. And so there's like a lot of money there. People are like moving there to work. But she told me, she said, she said, she said, as a woman, it's hard to, work there because people just assume you're a prostitute they just assume it automatically mm. so yeah, especially if you're not covered up especially if you're not a local right, right right so so she was actually middle eastern also but not oh, covered up right so she's had just the fact that i am middle eastern but i'm not covered up like the locals she said i'm already in the prostitute category even though this girl had like a freaking phd Wow. But yeah, so I just, I thought that was interesting. I just want to share. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because that, that feels super sleazy. But um, I heard that there's a lot of that going on. I, over I, there. I, can, I can definitely vouch for your story just because I know someone that we used to work with or yeah, one of our ex-colleagues actually told me her experience working in Dubai and 
um, yeah, I mean, she was walking along the road and someone stopped and tried to pick her up because they think she's a prostitute. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, they have, they have so much money there. I mean, they wipe their asses with $100 bills. I mean, it's like crazy Arab money, right? Oh, so, my God. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about Dubai. That could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> We're talking, we like totally okay. went off topic. Yeah, I, uh, but, but just, just, to, just to kind of, hopefully this is a good segue. Um, you know how, I was, I was actually talking to my boyfriend about like how, um, you know, baby girl Lisa called, I mean, she, she, she didn't really coin this term, but she kind of introduced it in this, in this series, the whole concept of Yahoo boys, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Nigerians who like out there trying to like, latch on like you know like an american woman or i mean and and most likely a, a white american a white older american women like do you think there's a version like a women version of that like a yahoo girl because i'm thinking like ukraine is probably one of those oh 100 uh, right? percent. and i'm thinking like and this is where i i figure we can kind of like wrap up on before the 90 days but just watching larissa it's like she's a Yahoo girl. Like you can I tell she's she she I, she used cult. I know she I, I know you are, but like she used cult. I mean, or rather she wanted to use her opportunity with cult or her relationship with cult to advance her agenda. And again, her agenda is pretty innocent if you think about it. She just wants to provide a good life to her family back in Brazil that, and eventually why, bring her kids over. But that's then, like, why I don't think she's a Yahoo girl. But I, then, I then she's what she's doing girl. with Eric, though, like, how does she get all her money for those plastic surgery? First of all, TLC pays her. Let's just start there. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, where she's from, Brazil, plastic surgery is very common. I mean, it's it's like normal to just go somewhere and come back and have a new nose or new boobs or whatever. It's it's over there. So South America, plastic surgery is like normal. Okay. So you don't think that she did it in the U.S. Because no, she, she, she did leave. in the U.S. I don't think no, she can she, live. Oh, leave no, the U.S. hundred percent. I think she did in the U.S. However, because I follow her on Instagram, what she does is she'll go in, get lip injections, and then she'll like post, "Oh, I went to this place and got the best lip injections." So I don't even know if she's paying for all of it. Like, like the whole DUI lawyer. I'm sure it's like a pro bono case for for him. But then she has like two hundred fifty thousand followers that guess what are, are like, you know, she keeps calling him out the best, uh, do DUI, um, lawyer or the best immigration lawyer in Las Vegas is this guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he's gone up plenty of business because of her shout outs. Right. So I think that she's actually being smart because, um, when Colt, you know, withdrew his, um, support affidavit yeah. for her yep. green card, she cannot legally work in America. Okay. Yep. She does not have a, a social security number or a green card, nothing to get her like a job, even at McDonald's. Right. Right. So she's making her money through social media now. So if anything, I give her props, honestly, for like surviving and thriving and not letting a piece of shit like Colt control her and then also destroy her or prevent her from being in America. And if you follow that storyline, I loved at the end when, um, I think, you know, she obviously didn't go to jail or get deported. I think for the third time, Colt called the cops on her. I she think said something along the, last, the lines. The last yeah, time was, ahead. I think the last time was Debbie, though. 
I'm, I think, remember, they, she, Gosh, she said she found, oh, she, yeah, found, yeah, she found, yeah, and, she found Cole yeah. and Larissa fighting and she called the cops. And, and she I'm, called, yeah. Like, <sighs> I know. So, so I remember one time, like, she said something like, I think it was the third time when she left the courthouse, something along the lines of like, you're not the president of the United States, Cole, like, kiss my ass, like, I'm staying here, something along those lines. And I was like, fuck yeah, you know, who the fuck is this, this, <laughs> this loser cult? living with his mom and his cats yeah. over here trying to like control Larissa. I mean, honestly, like that storyline was so toxic following it, like was so cringy because like the way he was like talking to her was like, Oh, you know, you like, you better do this or I'm not going to get married to you. And it's like, fuck you holding that over her head all the time. Who the fuck are you? So I'm all about team Larissa. I yeah. mean, if you see her now, she's like lost weight. She looks good when she was with Colt. She was just like, miserable you could just see it she was miserable she was unhappy she was kind of chunky still attractive though I think um I don't know I think that she's super real and I think that she's she just has like this passion that like the lat that latin culture has and I think that I could relate to her because I feel middle eastern women also have that fire in them <laughs> like I don't like whenever she would like just get into it with Colt or with Debbie and I would just be there like fuck yeah dude like don't let nobody talk to you like that i could totally <laughs> see that she's kind of my spirit animal so i'm yeah. a little bit team larissa but i wouldn't call her a yahoo girl okay because yeah. i i again like i i think i have i have a different perspective on on her and i and i apologize that this is because of her nationality and what and how like the women have been betra- uh, portrayed within um you know a certain community so I've been getting like a different set of opinions about, you know, people like her and, and I'm trying to be very objective. I do have to say that like Larissa is a fighter. Like she's a survivalist because like, mm-hmm. no, even though she, you know, she had the cops called on her three times. Um, yeah. She can work. She had to do community service. Right. Um, she's still living her life, her best life. You know, she's, yeah. Um, I mean, I hope she's she doesn't get over uh, excessive with the plastic surgery and all the injection and Botox, but because she's she already looks good, right? She just needs to maybe be a little bit more, you know, in shape, and which she is right now, and I'm you know I'm happy for her. But I think at the same time too, like TLC portrayed her in a very bad light, you know, like they keep playing the whole like, you know, where's my flower, like. <laughs> But that was a legitimate question, Nadia. That was a I legitimate know, question. Like, I'm sorry. Well, if, you're, if some, your soon-to-be husband is a computer software engineer, he, well, he, can't, he can't like dish out 10 bucks for some flowers. Come true, on. True, true, true. It's just you that know? I guess from some, I mean, from my perspective and someone who, who did not follow, you know, who, who did not watch the story from the, from the beginning, like it, it's just like when you see snippets that TLC keeps showing you it, it's it's almost like painting her in a bad light and i'm i wonder if it's done on purpose because she's the foreigner and and colt is obviously the american right and you know i i don't know i mean i i already told you that i'm not a fan of colt either like he's just he's very um he's predatory there's some creepiness in him you know um anyway um, are we able to talk about the rest of the other couples or do we want to wrap this up?
let's, I think we should wrap it up right here and have our listeners follow our other podcasts. We're going to cover um, one, you know, happily ever after and the other way or both. Yep. So um, stay tuned. I think that we've had a really great fun season talking about 90 day fiance before, yeah, before the, the 90, 90 days. days. Yep. Yep. Um, super fun ride. I think a lot of ups and downs. And I think that, you know, now we have two spinoffs and then we also have the strikes back coming up. Yep. yep. So we want to just kind of, you know, be mindful of what our listeners want. So hit up lawn on Instagram and let us know which one we should cover. If you guys have a preference, yeah, Maybe if we'll have them. Yeah. Do like an Instagram poll or something. Yeah. Like, let's, uh, let's, you know, hopefully we can, we know once Lon is, you know, done celebrating his, his birthday, <laughs> we can uh, get him to do a quick poll and, you know, ask our fans and listeners like what they want us to talk about. There's just a lot of spinoffs and as much as we love watching all of them, like I'm not sure if you want to listen, if you, you want us to talk about I don't know, happily ever after, or like, you know, it, it, it's, is the other way intriguing enough to, to cover at the moment, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm happy to cover all of them, but you know, I just want to know what people want to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. Or, if the, or if there's like a specific couple that you just want us to cover in one series, we can always just like add it to the rest of the podcast. I don't know. But anyways, we're here, we're here to partner with you guys. So let us know what you guys want to hear. Yep. And in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening. This has been Nadia and Mariam. Um, Lon celebrating his birthday. So, yeah, stay tune in for the next podcast. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Bye.